0: Eurovision broadcaster Lisa Jane Lewis. All out Eurovision.
1: Hi there, everyone. lisa Jane Lewis here on your radio, bringing you today's rehearsal rundown. We are running down the first half of second semi-final. I always have to check what I'm saying. The first half of the second semi-final. And joining me today for the rehearsal rundown from uh, ESC Fan TV this year, I think it's Martin Palmer. Hi, Martin.
2: Yeah, and also let me be the one for Bradley Stoke Radio, so it's sort of a bit of a- mix. In the first week, I'm helping out ESC Fan TV because my stuff with my radio show doesn't really start until the second week when the main shows are on. So yeah, a bit of a two, two-headed sort of thing going Got on. At two hats but, on, that's all right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I always have two or three or four hats on sometimes. So this is a much calmer one for me, actually, just doing these radio shows and it's wonderful.
2: <laughs> yes. Well, it's nice. It's, it's a different environment being online as well because obviously for all of us, it's a unique, unique experience because I don't think anybody's experienced an online Eurasian press sort of thing before at all. So yeah, everyone's learning, sort of watching the chat go through. And at the moment, it seems to be people who aren't in Europe sort of saying, I can't see anything, it's all buffering. But, you know, so they'll, they'll get through that as well, I think.
1: That's what we seem to have discovered that part of the problem with the whole like buffering system seems to be on how far you are away from Rotterdam. We, we're quite lucky because the UK no. is not that far from the Netherlands. So I've not had any major issues with buffering or anything like that. But it does seem our friends in Australia uh, and the USA are struggling a little bit. because They are obviously the furthest away from the server or the whatever it is. I don't understand how these things work. I just talk into microphones and <laughs> somebody else makes it happen. It's amazing.
2: <laughs> yes, I've, I've I've seen a couple of people twig that if you have a VPN and you change it to somewhere in Europe, it seems to work a lot better. Yes, so, uh, I yeah, I saw that.
1: All, all the Australians are now suddenly magically in Belgium, it seems. <laughs> Right, let's go for our rehearsal rundown. So we're going to uh, talk about the nine rehearsals that we've seen today. And we're going to start, we started early this morning with and Adrenalina uh, for San Marino. And I mean, that's, that was a cup of coffee and a half on a Monday morning, wasn't it?
2: It was, yes. I mean, to be fair, we I sort of hoped that we were going to get what we saw because of what's gone on through the 11 12 months with the freaky trip to rotterdam and we did get what we saw in the freaky trip to rotterdam because i think everything we saw on the stage we had seen somewhere in those videos and also in the official video from senate and you know nothing unexpected but if you hadn't seen any of those videos you'd be going oh my god what's going on here because it was just totally out there with what we saw sort of religious, religious icon yeah icons a spinning stage, her outfit. You got what wasn't Flow Rider, and it wasn't in the end Rotterdam. I saw one of the websites that found out is something called Don Jiggy.
1: Don Jiggy. The,
2: Don Jiggy was the name of the rapper. Yeah. And yeah, and Mexican masked dancers, and well, I, I mean, for Eurovision night, for the when the public see this, they'll be going, "Oh wow!" What? A, uh, assuming that she gets through to the final, but I think that's a given. at least on semi-final two night everyone's be going what did we just see there oh my you know oh my god (laughs) yeah it's amazing
1: i mean it it is the show opener and you do want to have big impact with your show opener and you want to have big impact with your show closer so um i feel like this year actually all four of those are delivering on what they need to as the openers and the closers which is which is great um so i did some bit uh, some work on the stats and it's basically over the last 10 years 50 exactly on openers as to whether they qualify or not mm-hmm. and in the last 10 years with closers 18 out of 20 have qualified so it's a, it's a bit more dodgy being the opener but with something like this I think there's no no doubt at all really yeah. so she's been teasing as to whether Flow Ryder is going to be joining her in Rothsdam and it's driving some of the press <laughs> mad because they want to know because they want to write it because they want the exclusive but she's not going to give it to them um my hunch is that he will be joining her because of the way that she's sort of teasing with a cheeky wink in yeah. her eye so i i suspect he will be but i suspect we'll be seeing don jiggy uh as yeah. the as the flow rider stand in the louisa yeah. sub if you like of, yes. yeah, <laughs> of this sad- year
2: Because I didn't notice, because I obviously was what I must have only been watching what was going on the stage. But apparently, somebody was saying that Flo Rider does actually appear on one of the screens, so I can't imagine they'd do that and him not be there at some point, right?
1: Exactly, Flo (laughs) Rider, and it's and it's Timmy Mallet. That's not going to work, is it?
2: Okay, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, it was it was a great performance. I loved it, but then I've loved all of her videos so you're preaching to the converted really here Ex- um, excellent you know. okay
1: so as so well i'm asking everybody do you think this is going to qualify or not yes or no
2: yes i do yes definitely
1: yes i do too i think this is a firm qualifier okay let's move on to estonia to uku uh with the lucky one and uh, your thoughts on that please
2: <laughs> um well i mean i'm glad that he's Got the opportunity to be here because obviously he's missed out last year and he had to go through Estee Lao twice effectively to get here. And good looking bloke, it's very similar to Estee Lao, but then we knew that because EAR said whatever you bring to Estee Lao really has to be what you're going to take to Rotterdam. So I don't think we should have been surprised with what's there. There's no chains, which I suppose makes sense because you'd have to have really long chains to get down from the Ahoy ceiling. Um, but I do love the backdrop. It, whereas we were supposed to have a storm with Victor Crona last time in Tel Aviv, this really works this time. And I know that they've got a bit of the video from Estee Lao drops into the water. But the actual sky and the storm that happens behind him is really amazing. He sings it really well. And it, of course, he's a good-looking guy you know it's not my type but you know i even i recognize that he's a good-looking man and in a way it probably works well because it is so different to what's gone before because if they had tried to jazz this up a bit and make it more of a scene it wouldn't have worked so well but i think because it's so different to senate i think that that's the way that this might get through but he's got to be firing on all cylinders he's got to be singing perfectly he's got to be emoting brilliantly and that's all going to work for estonia to get through to the final this year we
1: we were talking i was talking with john yesterday about the sort of intra competitions that happen within the contest you don't just get the original song contest you get the best girl with four dancers contest and you get the best solo female Contest and we've got sort of the, the male singer solo singer contest is all happening in in semi final two with Estonia, um, Austria and Georgia. Yeah. You know they're they're sort of very much in the same mold and co- almost competing a bit for the same um, the same audience. We've got Austria coming up later today on our list, yeah. and then Georgia um, have their rehearsal tomorrow. Um, so yeah, what do you make of that sort of intra contest that happens?
2: Well. I mean, we obviously know what Austria looks like, so I don't want to preempt that. It's difficult to know with Georgia because you—I would say that's probably out of the running altogether. But we don't know; they could come in with something really powerful-looking, a bit like the video where it's sort of like he's looking at Wales and National Geographic going on behind him, and that could look absolutely amazing. But at the moment, I think it's it would be between Uku and and Vincent. At the moment, I'd probably be going for Vincent. But you know, it's difficult to know because you do know that Uku is going to be quite consistent in what he's doing. He yeah. seems to hit it every single time. And he's performing really well and he's charismatic. You know, it's possible. But I think if he gets through, he's going to be sort of one of those last you know, ninth or tenth place ones and just scraping in. I don't think he's got a, you know, it's not a certainty that he's going to be in the final. I think he's going to have to fight for it, really.
1: I agree with you very much. Um, so then, there's my question: Is this qualifying or not? Yes or no?
2: At the moment, I'd probably be saying no, because he's not in my top five today, and I think there's definitely five from the next from tomorrow that's going to go through. You know, um, based on what I, you know, how I view it beforehand. Um, so yeah, I, I think if he does go through, it'll be sort of just scraping in. But at the moment, I think he's going to miss out.
1: Um, I've I've got him on my yes list, but in in exactly the same context as you, um, I think if he does go through, he's going through in ninth or tenth, yeah. and if he does miss out, he's mi- missing out in eleventh or twelfth, yeah. and it's going to be one of those ones like we had, was it Tel Aviv where we had just like one point between ten and eleven, or was that? Yeah. I can't no, remember. I think that was. Um... It was Tulio, was wasn't was
2: it? Tulio, yeah, yeah, yeah. saying missed out by a point. So, yeah, yeah, I think that it could be that close, really. So
1: I, I think we're definitely looking at that with both semifinals, actually, but especially um, this one. Right, let's move on to Czech Republic. Now, I think it's going to be hard to talk about Czech Republic because the two rehearsals that we were able to see today very much struck me as what I call pace and place rehearsals. So they're just kind of marking through the pace of the song and figuring out the place you know, the placements of cameras and stage and stuff. And Benny clearly wasn't giving it his full energy because we know when he performs, he performs. So it's quite hard to judge this one. What, what did you make of it, Martin?
2: It was, at best, I'd say it was a bit like the star turn of somebody who comes on to X Factor, who comes on and does their final. So a bit like the Cheryl Cole comes on, does their routine, interacts with their dancers, does their bit, and then that's it. And that's... The best but as this as you say i think we will have got more to come from this one i think the second rehearsal will tell us more about what's really going to happen because he's got the charisma and also the other thing that i thought was that there's a lot that could be ad-libbed in this performance with the dancers and with his movements and what he's doing it seemed as though some of the time he was sort of practicing leaning into his dancer and being grabbed by them by the male dancers and even the dancers were doing slightly different things within their camera angles because obviously they can't suddenly shoot right. off to the other side of the stage but i felt that they were able to do other things and that might be something we'll see more of he's very likable he's got it as you say when he turns it on he's got the charisma because before um, eurovision we saw an acoustic band sort of performance yep. and it, he went for it big time and i think that's to come. So I think that we haven't seen everything we might see from Betty. At the moment, if this all we if this is all we had, I think that Czech Republic wouldn't be qualifying for the final, but I think there is more to come. So it's a bit of a don't know at the moment.
1: Yeah, I absolutely agree. I think, um, as I say, I think those were, were pace and place rehearsals. Um, I don't think they were in their stage outfits. Um, no. Much as the rules say you're supposed to be in your stage outfit, not everyone is. Every year, People show up in half their stage outfit, or you know something different, or whatever, and that's fine. No one's really that bothered, especially at yeah. first rehearsal. Um, so yeah, I'm with you. I think it's it's just really hard to gauge what's coming. Um, so I, I, I'll ask you, but it's difficult to answer yeah. based. But we can only I guess we can do it based on today's rehearsal. Is the Czech Republic qualifying?
2: Based on today, I'd say no, because there were there are better than him a lot. You know, I think I've had him down as. Is it sixth or seventh out of the nine just purely on today's performance and on his singing i mean vocals were fine and i think the only bit of that performance that probably will be replicated every single time was the bit right at the beginning when he's within those bars those neon lights i think that's going to be the same every single time but i think what we saw after that first 20 or so seconds is going to be different and yeah so it is very difficult to gauge Right, whereas most of yesterday's were like, on, on the semi-final ones, seemed to be more or less what we were going to get. We've had a few a couple today where it's sort of like, yeah, I don't think this is exactly what we're going to see, so we can't tell.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, and I, I don't have them on my qualifying list, but that's pending. Yeah. That's pending the second rehearsal. <laughs> we'll make another assessment after that. <laughs> OK, let's move on to Stefania from Peace um, with her song, I've forgotten it. Last dance. Last dance. It. Yeah. I should really write this down. <laughs>
2: um,
1: so we I know have Stefania. I've seen say,
2: let's dance. So I was thinking, no, that's Chris Ria. So. Yeah,
1: no, <laughs> <both>. <laughs> um, So we um, we know Stefania from Junior Eurovision in 2016. She was part of the Netherlands uh, act called Kisses and Dancing. Um, and she. Uh, so she's Greek Dutch. She's she's Greek, but she lives in the Netherlands. So hence why she's um, representing Greece. Um, and we would have known that if if none of the artists were able to travel, we knew that we would have got at least two because the Greek yes. already <laughs> lives in in the Netherlands. Uh, so she's a young girl, 19, and uh, she had quite an interesting staging concept. What did you what did you make of Greece today?
2: Well, I was impressed because. Everyone does their one to 39 before Eurovision. Yeah, I bet you did. Everybody listening would have done. And because we hadn't had what I consider to be a proper live vocal performance, or what I thought was, Stephanie was right down at you know, something like 36. But when I saw today, I thought, you know what, I have seen a live performance of a vocal of this because she is that good. And it was only today that that confirmed it to me. Her vocals were superb she looked amazing. That outfit is wow. You know, I agree. Um, and, I agree. <laughs> yeah, you know, And the concept I loved, and because we had had these rumours that, was it Greece or was it Ireland that was going to have this never seen before on a Eurovision stage? And we, I thought it was going to be Ireland because we saw the storybook thing, but obviously it was also Greece because we've not really had this sort of white, uh, green screen type thing where we had the dancers who, were there but not there and it was quite fun at the beginning because you saw them in the white top you saw the white hoodie and then the shorts and then the trousers and you know obviously one of them doing a handstand for stephanie to grab hold of and then obviously the steps where she's going up the steps and then doing a bit of a Sergei Lazarev. if you want to link it to anything else we're sort of bending backwards and flying through you know it was everything was there and she performed it brilliantly the dancers were great with her supported her throughout and then they obviously come to the stage and it's obvious that it's the dancers they take the green screen off the only thing that needs to be added in is a bit of a smile and i know that this is because it's the first rehearsal and she's obviously concentrating and she's making sure she gets it all right hopefully in the second rehearsal she's going to develop out and just engage with the camera in a sort of that lovely smile because you uh, there's a picture that's been put on the where she's having her hair sprayed in black and white but yeah, backstage. Beautiful smile. And if she, if that's there, that's the whole package. And it will appeal to so many people because everyone will go, Oh, I like that one. Oh, that that lovely, beautiful, smiley girl with the purple and that's flying through the air and the invisible dancers. I like that one. That's you know, that's the only thing that can be improved on this performance. This was excellent. And you know, I I think that Greece have got no problems in qualifying, and you know it'll be up there, there thereabouts, maybe not winning, but sort of top ten, I think.
1: I completely agree with you, and I think as the more and more she does it on the stage in the setting, the more she will relax into it. Yeah. What I really love about this is it is a song for a young performer. It's not. You know, there are some times where you get really young performers and their staging concepts and their styling looks too old for them. And on the other way around, you get older performers and their staging and their styling looks too young for them. This is just perfect for a young, bouncy, gorgeous, young female star. You know, okay. she. I think it's absolutely perfectly set for her. I'm really, really impressed with everything she's done. And you know, Greece can go either way with the sti- with the styling and the staging. Right. You know, we've we've had some we've had some moments from our Greek friends, haven't we, over the years? Yes, so definitely. You, you never quite know with Greece which way it's going to go. And I feel this year it's gone absolutely the right way. So I probably don't need to ask you: is it qualifying?
2: I would say definitely qualifying. I just want to ask you a, a thing about it as well because I, I was I asked somebody else and we weren't sure. In the second run through, her midriff got cut out because obviously the white screen picked up on her body rather than the outfit. I didn't notice whether or not it did it in the first run as well. Did you no, notice it? Didn't.
1: Wh- it, it didn't? didn't in the first no. run. So it's so just, just be a
2: interesting little... to know whether what's deliberate. Is it, it cutting out so she appears more like the invisible people? Or whether they'll go, or oh, actually that shouldn't happen and they'll just have to cover up that patch of skin at the front.
1: I, I think it's that i think i think yeah. it was just a, the, the way that the camera picks up the, the green screen and edits out particular parts of the front image um yeah. i think it was just a bit of an error there and that'll just they'll just tweak that in the technology and it'll it'll get fixed
2: but yeah, yeah. Was, well that's all right as long as as long as it was not just me but yeah but, but, but yes yeah, i think it i think this is a dead surf for qualifying now definitely definitely great vocals great staging loved it
1: yeah, I agree. I, I have no no doubt that this will qualify at all. So we had lunch, which is weird because we're in a different time zone from then. So they sort of stopped for lunch at, at 12 o'clock or, you know, half past 12 after yeah. the that, that rehearsal. And for us, it's only half past 11. We're like, oh, is it lunchtime already? Good grief. Um, so we came back after lunch and we came back with Austria, which I think has been most people's surprise of the day. Um, this is Vincent Bueno. Um, and I mean, what a what a rehearsal.
2: Indeed. Yes. I mean, you because I remember when we were, I was in the press room and you came back and said, oh, what's it like? And you were sort of, you know, we were saying, uh, yeah, you're this is amazing. You'll be really pleased. Obviously, with your links with Austria in the past. Yeah. And it's incredible. I mean, the song, obviously, the, down- the, the downside of this whole entry is in a way the song, because it could be viewed lyrically as very bleak and because of the, you know, what's being sung about. But when I watched that performance, he was quite in quite dark clothing. You had the darkness in the background, but it's the lighting and the way that the camera work is put on him. It's all about going on his face really. And the lighting just creates that frame so that you could have nothing else around You don't know that you're in a massive arena It's just sort of like the catwalk, where he is, is the focus. And his emotional delivery is incredible. I I know it means a lot to him because of, you know, there's some sort of family connection with the song, lyrically, or he's, you know, he's put that into that. And he delivers it superbly. And from what I would have probably thought, this isn't going to qualify. I think this so is now because the juries will love it. And I think for a lot of people watching, they will go, Wow, that was amazing! You could tell that he really felt all of what he was singing about, and you know, it, it just looked amazing as well. I, you know, I think that this is a definite qualifier, and as you said, a surprise for many people in the press room. You know how well that was performed.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I didn't get a, a dicky bird of any hints or anything yeah. out of out of Vienna this year. Normally, I've got you know a little bit of information in my back pocket but i'd heard nothing about what they were doing with this song at all so i was just as intrigued to see it or uh, and hear it as as everybody else was and i mean i was flawed i really was and i i think this is when somebody says to you well does staging make a difference you know it's all about the song that this is exhibit one isn't it because you you've got a song that Ordinarily is probably not a competitive song. It's a good song, it's very well written and very well performed, but it's not competitive how it, how it is just as a recorded song. But yeah. when you add a staging concept, a lighting concept, good camera work to it, mm-hmm. it becomes competitive. And I, I just think this is a, this is like exhibit A for anyone yeah. who doubts the importance of staging and styling and what that can do to, for a song and yeah. just like you, this morning I did not have this on my qualifying list but this has gone firmly, firmly onto my qualifying list and I think this might qualify very strongly hmm. and could even give us a top 10 finish.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I I sort of put it staging-wise with the lights on the same thing as Sanna Nielsen in Copenhagen. Sort of like her, sort of like birdcage effect, which just focused everybody on her inside. Those lights just focus everybody down that channel to him. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, yeah, this was nowhere near, anywhere near my top 10 for this semi final. No. But I think it's third today. So yeah, yeah, this should be, for me, it should be a qualifier because I can't see eight from the next lot tomorrow taking over from this. So yeah, definitely.
1: Absolutely bomb. agree. Absolutely agree. Representing Poland. Then, shall we from from austria which we've been able to be really positive and wonderful about i i mean i've i've struggled to find anything good to say about this and the sad thing is i really liked this song okay. it was yeah. totally my vibe beforehand it's got a,
0: yeah.
1: when you see it in the video it's very like pet shop boys late yeah. 80s which is my era of being a young teenager i just love that kind of era of music so this really sat in my happy place, musically, and then they arrived in Rotterdam <laughs> and that went thing out the window. Go on, Martin, give me your
2: thoughts. As you say, I like the music and ironically, I have a lot of the songs this year, I can actually sing to this, so the words actually stick in my head. So the song itself is okay and the dancers were okay, even though they had the sort of naff hand-like Things. Oh,
1: I quite like the hand lights. Yeah. I think that right, was the most are. positive thing about it, if I'm being honest.
2: He he obviously, you know he's a television host because he knows where the camera is. That's yeah, the other absolutely. positive thing. He hits the camera all the time, no problem. But everything else about this was the sort of moving the ha- the camera, steady cam round was a bit rubbish because, of course, we've seen it with the Roop, who just yep. guide it slightly for about 10 seconds and then let it go. But he's sort of like, you know, just think, what are you doing? Why are you battling with the guy with the camera his vocals were pretty poor in the first one they got a bit better in the second one i've seen some of the pictures of newish and Doc tv and they've got actually the, you can see the backing singer that's dressed exactly like him on the edge of the stage so poland are going quite old school and they're actually brought their backing singer along with them and you just wonder whether maybe they should have a bit of a swap and have the backing singer as the main star because you think he'd probably do a lot better job. He might not be able to do the moves, but then I don't think Raphael could do that either. So the actual backdrop is quite good as well, because that's sort of a bit like the video, and of course they do play a bit of the video as well. So you yeah. know, yeah, you can't really lose. But yeah, he's he's not very good, is he, really? I think out of all of them so far, Poland's my lowest score by far. Yeah. So yeah, I mean I c I can't see this having a hope. Of getting anywhere near qualifications it's it's really a case of will it be bottom of this semi final or not so yeah
1: my, my suspicion is that it will be i can't see i mean i know we've got nine more coming at us tomorrow and some of those are not anywhere near my sort of yeah you know top top group but i can't see i can't see that any of them are, are worse than what Pol- poland has brought to us which is which is a shame, we'd love Poland to win. They do so well at Junior and they've been great hosts of Junior. So a Polish win would be amazing because we'd get to spend two weeks in Warsaw, which would be wonderful.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Unfortunately, of course, us fans all know that they could have sent Alicia, who they had yeah. last year, and the vocals would have been nailed. They, you know, Even if they'd done more or less another Bond song again, you think, well, at least she might get through to the final. And a chance coffee would have done, so oh, yeah. there you go. that's up to Poland, isn't it? Well,
1: it is up to Poland <laughs> and things are quite different in Poland now as they were yeah. a few years ago. You know, they've got other fish to fry on the political spectrum than what's yeah. going on at Eurovision. So um I, I don't need to ask you this because I know the answer. Are Poland qualifying or not?
2: No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> OK, good. <laughs> OK, so let's move from Poland to Moldova. Another surprising rehearsal of the day. Um, but in a different way to Vincent.
2: Yes, and again, a bit like um, earlier, I think, I'm not sure we've seen everything we're going to see with Moldova, Yeah. because obviously some of what she was meant to sing, she didn't, so obviously that's quite common with most of the vocals, is that they're holding back, especially at the end. I did like her sort of husky, sensual voice level of singing, and I think that suits her um, a lot better. Um, Obviously, being straight guy, you know, Natalia's quite nice to look at. You know, just <laughs> and for everybody else, you've got the dancers who are quite good to look at. I think they're all the same dancers who are in the video, from what I could see. I um, so. But But yeah. What we did have is the back screen had these sort of, you know, geometric shapes. And from what I can remember, and I might be wrong, but I'm sure in 2019 that Kino with Spirit in the Sky had geometric shapes on the backdrop in their initial rehearsals. And then all of a sudden we got the, you know, the wow factor of the three figures there. And I get the feeling that maybe Moldova are going to put something in there in the second rehearsals that we didn't see today. It seemed it seemed like the sort of default setting of the back screen. And I'm sure that we're going to see something different. Now whether we're going to see anything different on the little stage, it was quite funny to see her doing the Walking that we probably would have we got with say sisters in the German national final in 2019 with the slowly spinning stage. Yeah. Um, So yeah, it's a bit another one that I think we're going to see more, and I think in a way that might change what I think about it. I personally I've never really rated it highly because I'm not a great one for the for the bangers, even though the official video was fun and looked amazing. I didn't really expect us to get that but i did expect us to get more than we got today so you know her outfit could be the one she uses but who knows i've got this feeling we might even see a change in that that she might try something different you know i think there's still a lot up in the air with moldova if it's the same as it is today i think that moldova won't qualify but if we get more who knows
1: Yeah, no, I I definitely agree with you. And, and, you know, they do have the opportunity to sort of try out a few different stage outfits. Remember Lucy Jones UK in uh, 2017? They tried out like about two or three dresses, um, you know, in the different rehearsals that they had and then eventually settled on that gold one with the pleats in, which was lovely. Um, But, you know, you do have the scope. There are some things you can't change because yeah. you've submitted it and that's kind of what you've got but there are things you can kind of work on otherwise there would be no point in having rehearsals um so i think they'll but i think you're right i think that that moldova certainly haven't given us what they're going to give us as a performance and again a bit like the czech republic this felt like a pace and place rehearsal yeah. um, which is fine if that's what you need to do and that's you know that's your the schedule of rehearsing then you know great we always have to remember these rehearsals are not for us they're for the artists on the yeah. stage and for the technical guys running the lights and the video and the pyros and things like that so um yeah. so yeah um so you said both based on today Moldova's not qualifying
2: yeah yeah but as I say I think we've got more to see there because it just seems strange seemed really underpowered from what we've yeah. had supplied up to up to Eurovision. So yeah, you know, it's another sort of unknown for me at the
1: point. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I mean I I don't really rate the song very much. So for me it's not really it's not much of a qualifier. No. I'm not sure what they could do to make it qualify in my book, but, but Austria managed that with uh, with Vincent. Well, so yeah, exactly. you know, yeah. you can never write anything off until the until you're sitting at the semi-final press conference after the event. That's that's the only time yes. where you can <laughs> where you can write anything off. <laughs> so we had a little break in the afternoon and we moved on to probably the most well-known contestant yeah. this year which is Darvey Freya and Gagnon Magnus and I can still never really say that properly <laughs> um, so uh, davi of course had that huge hit last year across um, across Europe with Think About Things and he's come back with a song called Ten Years, which is very, very similar. I mean, it's it's mm. Daddy's work and it's the way that he uses music. It's, it's very much his sound and very much his look and his staging. I'll go out on a limb say about this one, this did not surprise me. I expected it to be what it was and they delivered what I was expecting. There were some fun new touches with the, with the keyboard thing, circle keyboard hula hoop thing, which was lovely. But I expected this to be good. It was good. <laughs>
2: Yeah, um, I must admit, I was sort of well, listening to the song beforehand. I thought this is really well produced. It's probably better produced than Think About Things. It sounds better than Think About Things. They put more into it than Think About Things. And I was thinking, it's lost a bit of its charm. And when the, when they when we first saw them start before they started singing, and you had all three of the back. people who don't really do anything apart from move their instruments around and they were all the same and they looked professionally made i thought yeah it's lost all of its random charm that we had in 2020 a bit like jedward with lipstick that was chaotic but charming it's sort of for me and then when they did waterline it was too polished and i thought are we going to get this again but then they started and i thought oh wow this is amazing because we had the great vocals, which we know we're going to get. Production was excellent, but they were more involved. I love the fact that his sister and the girl with the blue hair, I can't remember their names, no, were remember. more involved with the singing. They were brought out alongside with him on the catwalk. Yeah. Then you had, you say, the OV piano effect with them all standing inside, with them all linked up, and you thought, yeah, there was a nod to, I think there was a nod to punk, even with the yeah. back screen and sort of making it look as though it's Copenhagen with all the lights. And of course they're utilising their figures from their game. Um, and yet everything, I think that they are back with a chance of winning this. I think they drifted out, and I think that yeah, this is going to be, before It's definitely going to be a top ten, maybe a top five, but I didn't think it would have had much chance of winning. I think now it has the sort of positives that think about things had but more professionally done and you know for me even down to that false ending which you know ben robertson then comes up and says oh yeah but of course it was two minutes 45 seconds so they can then have this sort of like full stop and then the fireworks go off and everybody goes oh jump a bit so yeah for me i think they're back in the game for winning and yeah i was i really loved this i loved it you know and i didn't think that last year's staging could be better but yeah i think they've done it
1: i i think you're absolutely right i it, about halfway through the first run that we got to see because obviously we're not seeing the first run through we're seeing their <laughs> second run through um about halfway through it i just snuck very quickly onto the betting and just chucked a couple of quid on it before before it changed <laughs> so if they win i stand to win 66 quid so that's oh, quite probably. good <laughs> It's not gonna, it's not gonna pay for two weeks in Reykjavik, but it would be a nice, a nice bottle of wine and a dinner. Um, yeah, I, I, I was not a big fan of Think About Things. It was very much in my mid table. I can see yeah. it's a good song, produced well. And I, when this was released as well, I was like, oh, it's just Think About Things 2.0. Fine, yeah. it's well produced, whatever. This was not on my radar. But then I am um, very often like that with Iceland. Hattori weren't on my radar until until they went into the grand final and then I suddenly got it. So, you know, I I have a bit of a disconnect with Icelandic kind of sound and Icelandic music anyway. Um yeah. but I can absolutely see this. I could see this winning. Uh, yeah. this absolutely has a has a route to victory. Um I think there are other songs that have a route to victory. I don't think it's a given. Mm. Um, I I don't think it's, you know, um, you know, curtains pulled, you know, pens down, go home kind of thing. Um but I, yes, I think I think Iceland are very strong.
2: Yeah, I think last year it was because I think that the PR that we saw after the contest was cancelled with and the fact that the Netflix film would have been released in May as well, I think Iceland were sort of nailed on certainties last year to win. As you say, I don't think they will be this year, but I think what will happen is that maybe in the next week, some of the big media organisations will go, oh, those guys are back in it again. I remember oh him. remember them. Oh and they've got this dance. Oh look, that looks really good. We'll put it on TV again and we'll maybe interview him. So I think in certain nations there, you know, people then go, Oh yeah, TikTok guys, oh yeah, we we saw their dance. Oh yeah, I'll vote for them now because uh, I didn't have the opportunity to vote last year.
1: Yeah. No, absolutely. And Iceland has has a wave behind it because of the film, uh, the yeah. Netflix film, um, so that there's that to, to take into account as well. I don't want, I don't want to say that. Oh, if Davy wins, it's just because of the film. It's not that no. at all. But you know, that's not gonna, it's not gonna harm them having the film no, and at all. playing with the whole Yaya Ding Dong thing. And you know, they, they've got the package, I said, and They could really, really easily do this. Let's move on to the last, uh, last one of the day, which is Serbia. Um, I don't know what I was expecting from this. Um, it wasn't It wasn't what I got, and and I mean that in a good way. I, I, I wasn't expecting this to be as good as it was, N- not because I don't like them. I do love the song, but there was just something in me that was telling me that this wasn't gonna work. And yet yeah, it, it did, there's some polishing to do, but generally I thought that worked quite well. I think they looked really great and they sounded really good. What did you make of it?
2: Yeah, I was, well, I mean, yeah, in a way, don't know if I'm their target audience, but sort of, yeah, you know, I think
1: you are. You're you're, stra- you're a straight guy, <laughs> so yeah. I'm not so, their
2: target audience, so <laughs> no. so yeah, but I mean, they do what they do, they're good at producing these up tempo bangers, they're good at showing off their sensuality and sexuality in all their routines. And it all clicked today. And the one thing I was quite pleased in a way about is it wasn't just Sanya doing all the heavy lifting with yeah. the. Vocals. Ksenia was in there as well, probably doing as much as Sanya this time. Yeah. Uh, we know that Ivana's there, probably more for the sort of choreography, dancing side of things. And we know that there's sort of the backing vocalists. I think one of the there's the guy from um, 2018 is is one of the backing vocalists. So yeah, it was it's obvious that they've got some assistance, but the routine was spot on. The camera work was there. As long as they don't press those gas smokers again for 30 seconds as they did, so it was well, that's all you could hear. Then I think this is going to do a solid job, and I think their popularity in that part of the world should see them through to the final. You know, but yeah, the fact that they did a really good routine as well, I think they're going to pick up votes from ev- everywhere. Maybe not so much from juries, but definitely from the public who would probably like this. And it obviously where it sits, it stands out because you've just had uh, Daddy Freire. I think it's Torna Kipiani is next, yep. uh, if I remember rightly, who's up first tomorrow. Yep. So obviously this is going to stand out, and uh, yeah, I, I think this is a, a, a short fire um, sort of qualifier for the final. You know, how well it will do after that, I don't know. It depends. you will probably. If it, I wouldn't be surprised if it gets um, put in the first half of the draw. It gets stuck at opening the show.
1: Oh, yes, I hadn't thought of that being a show opener. I suppose it could. Yes, it could be a grand final opener, couldn't it?
2: yeah it's the sort Um, of thing that would boost everybody and pick everybody up yeah yeah,
1: that's true um i i think i agree with everything that you said except for the one obvious fact that we've got here and that is that all serbia's most favorite bestest friends are in the first semi-final Ah, right yes so croatia in the first semi-final north macedonia in the first semi-final bosnia are not in it montenegro are not in it so serbia are Oh, Slovenia is in the first semi-final. Yeah, so true. Serbia are, are the lone rangers of the Balkans, really. The only kind of friend they've got is Bulgaria. And I'm I'm not sure, because I don't have my spreadsheets in front of me, how consistent votes go between Bulgaria and Serbia. My off the top of my head, that's not a consistent voting pattern that can be relied on. So um, and, and even outside of the Balkans, Russia normally throw a few points at Serbia they're in the first semi-final so whilst i can see that everything that's happened on the stage is really good i don't i'm not sure that enough of their bestest good friends Mm. are in in this one to vote for them so they're going to be relying on people who traditionally don't necessarily get the balkan sound but we'll see how that goes
2: (laughs) yeah i suppose if you're going to pick one of them to be on their own you'd probably pick hurricane over every other balkan nation this year because I think they're probably the strongest sound, the strongest look. They're the most together group and act of all of those. So, you know, whereas if you put say like Anna Soklic on her own, totally sunk, even probably somebody like Vasil on his own with no other help, probably totally sunk as well. But yeah, we'll we'll wait and see. But yeah, I hadn't I hadn't thought at that point. But then I, I just think pure, purely that people are gonna vote for anybody and I don't think that Oh, you're such a young, innocent soul. But, yeah, obviously it does happen. <laughs> you yeah, I, I even alluded to that at the beginning when I said oh yeah, it's Balkans therefore, they'll be popular. But, you yeah, know, if they get through to the final, they'll probably get a few votes then.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and the, that's the thing with it. So there is this neighbourly voting, cultural voting, you know, regional voting that happens. It's never, ever enough to give us the winner. But it, it can help people get across the line as far as the semi-finals go. And that's really my only concern with Serbia. So you think this is qualifying? Yes.
2: At the moment, based on today, yes. But it is sort of, I think it was my fifth uh, or fourth or fifth out of the nine today. So depending on what happens tomorrow, it could be sort of down the bottom of the ten. Yeah. Or either either sort of the nine or ten, or it could be sort of like, you know, just outside. But. Personally, I think it should make it, and I'd like to see it get there. But yeah, as I say, it's it will probably be nearer the bottom of my ten rather than anywhere else.
1: Yeah, I think I agree. At the moment, I have this not qualifying. But again, I think, like I said earlier, if it doesn't qualify, it'll be in eleventh place, and if it does yeah. qualify, it'll be in tenth, and there'll be one or two points between you know between that that finishing line. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, could, I could see it going either way.
2: Yeah, because I, effectively, I had Serbia. Fifth today, and Estonia sixth. Yeah. So we talking about Ukasevicius possibly being the same. Yeah. It could be that sort of similarity, but again, as we said, we we're not convinced that we've seen everything from the Czech Republic and Moldova, so,
1: uh, and okay. they're
2: both below those. I've yeah. got those as my seventh and eighth today. I think the only one who's definitely out of this is um, Poland.
1: Poland. yeah today. i think i agree so, yeah. with you i've got three questions for you before we end right.
2: yeah
1: and they are what has impressed you most today or what or
2: Ooh. who <laughs> i must admit uh, let's see i mean the, the one who has come out of nowhere and was like wow was vincent bueno for austria it was that performance like because i i would never have thought i mean i i grade these i do it a bit geeky, I do it, this is my geek, so I do it a bit like the Eurus Jura. so I've got the vocal capability stage performance, I've got four categories, mark them out five, and get a sort of mark out of ten at the end, and I wouldn't have been thinking that I'd be giving Austria eight and a half out of ten, mm. before today, and that, admittedly it was only fourth, because I've got Greece, San Marino, and Iceland above, but even so, that was my surprise. I was also pleasantly surprised to hear that Stefania, what I thought might be pre-recording was actually not that was her real voice she'd do it on stage knocked it out of the park for me as well so those two are probably the surprises for you know the, the pleasant surprises seriously. yeah
1: absolutely so which has been your favorite of the day what got your top mark on your on your scoring metrics
2: uh, Iceland,
1: iceland iceland no? yeah
2: definitely just not above me. san marino i mean san marino's mad yeah you know, <laughs> and you know but are that you, might be uh, your answer
1: for my next question. Okay,
2: fair enough. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so my next question is: What made you smile today?
2: Well, yeah, it was San Marino because, uh, of course, it's the first one to so look at or we get to see here. But yeah, I smiled all the way through that one. Um, I did like the Ice and Iceland as well. I think because it was the everything coming together, and in a way, I was probably smiling more because of knowing that they missed out on a potential win last year and smiling to know that it was as good maybe a bit better and that they've got a chance again and that that made me feel quite happy that you know that they've got the opportunity possibly to win this again not as clear-cut as last year but that they've done as much as they could and not sort of um holding back on any of their values and then of course he's done it with another song about his family <laughs> so yeah, but uh, about it you know, and so it's all and we know that this is the last time that they're going to do anything like this it's going to be just him on his own um so yeah that was that was a nice thing as well so i think i think that san marino because it was just totally mad and iceland because you know i think that it's put them back where they could be
1: Sure. i'd say my 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 impress was definitely austria uh my favorite was austria as well and what made me smile actually wasn't in the rehearsals but it was um benny christos press conference afterwards oh, okay. he was just so sweet and bouncing around and he was wearing this like flower suit from head to toe in like <laughs> yellow and pink and blue flowers and he looked amazing and he was just really really fun with the press i really enjoyed watching his press conference so that was my smile Today. Martin, thank you so much for joining me. Um, if people want to find you, they can find you on Let Me Be The One. Yeah. Well, where uh, do they find you?
2: Yeah, we've got, um, I mean, my blog is Let Me Be The One, which is um, Eurasian Through the Ages.blogspot.com. And I do a radio show on Bradley Stoke Radio, which is obviously Bradley on Tuesdays between 8 and 10 pm British summertime, obviously 9 to 11 Central European time. It's repeated on a Thursday night between 10 and midnight, and it's on Mixed Cloud. If you look on the Bradley Stoke Radio channel uh, or on my personal Martin Palmer channel, let me be the one playlist. You can listen to all 143 shows that I've done so far.
1: Brilliant, of which I have been a guest on one of them. And I need yes, to come back did. for round two. We haven't done yes. that yet. We'll have to do yes. that after, after the madness of Rotterdam. Indeed, is over. yes. Yeah, Martin, be... thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will be back. Tomorrow with the second half of the second semi-final, and then we'll have seen all of the semi-final performances from this year's Eurovision Song Contest. Catch you later. Oh, I know
3: I love you. I find it out to see how you feel about me. Cause I don't understand you. Oh, you are yet to learn how to speak. When we we first met, I will never forget. Cause even though I didn't know you yet
0: Eurovision. Representing
3: Iceland. We've been together. Like, why? How does it keep getting better? Every day, I'll find some way to prove the time we spent together. Mm, simply feels good. We got a good thing going, and just when I thought that my heart was full, I found places that I never explored.